Let's dip back into the mailbag. We'll do a quick roster breakdown. We'll give a little love to Derek White. And Jeff Van Gundy is a Celtics employee. Talk about it all right now on the Locked On Celtics podcast. Be ever ready. Recognize the city of champs. Boston, baby, we do what you can't. Locked on number 18, Tatum and Brown, J team. Step back, we gon' wet that and slay teams. Of course, the Celtics, who else could it be? Screaming like KG with the Larry O.B. Corral is above average, assessing the team status. Best daily pod, no cap salary matching. Clutch like Bird to DJ, keep John on replay. Primetime, dapping up the truth on the sideline. Raining Jays, how it started, raising banners, how we finished. Locked on Celtics pod, home of the winners. B. Hey there, welcome back to the Lockdown Celtics Podcast, right here on the Lockdown Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. And I'm here for you every Monday through Friday. It's a free, fresh podcast, so make sure you are subscribed wherever podcasts exist, even on YouTube. Get into that comment section, let me know what you think. I'm John Corrales. I used to play a long time ago. Now I'm a beat writer covering the Celtics for Boston Sports Journal. Today it's a mailbag. Later on, we'll get into... Uh, a little bit of, you know, some fun. So this, we'll talk about the departed Celtics. Uh, we'll get into some love for Derek White, Jason Tatum on the defensive side, and Jeff Van Gundy, now a Celtics employee. How about that? Today's show is brought to you by Game Time. Game Time is uh, a great app for you to get uh, last-minute tickets. Download the Game Time app, create an account, use the code LOCKDOWNNBA for $20 off your first purchase. I figured it was uh, a little bit of a quiet weekend. They practiced on Saturday, nothing on Sunday. This was a good time to get uh, another mailbag in with some questions about the team uh, as as they're currently constituted. So let's just dive in. Adam says, can you break down the roster and how many spots there are? Uh, will the Celtics have to cut one or two of these guys? Uh, do they need to choose between Shvi Mikhailuk and Banton, uh, Stevens or Brissett? Can they carry all of them? So let's do a quick breakdown. The Celtics have two-way players, Nemesh Keita, J.D. Davison, and Jay Scrub. Jay Scrub tore his ACL. He will not be a two-way player for much longer, uh, but obviously he'll get a chance to rehab and all of that stuff. They were really excited about Jay Scrub. Uh, I thought they were excited to get him into Maine and into that system. It's a shame that he tore his ACL, but they'll they'll move somebody to uh to that two-way spot or they'll sign somebody to that two-way spot so just quickly running down the uh alphabetically the roster the non-two-way guys the regular guys delano banton o'shea Brissett, jalen brown sam hauser drew holiday al horford luke cornett v mikhailik christophs porzingis peyton pritchard lamar stevens dj stewart jason tatum jordan walsh Derek white uh, oh and then in there somewhere is Wenyan gabriel so What's that? 17 guys at this point. So they need they need to get down to 15 at the very least. So uh DJ Stewart is gonna get waived. They're you know, he he's on the uh exhibit 10 contract, so he'll get waived, he'll go to uh the main red clause. That leaves uh one too many guys and an interesting decision for them to make. Uh, because Wenyan Gabriel is kind of on the fringes right now. And, you know, he, he's had four years of experience, which is, you know, interesting. And and he's, you know, he can, he can get some minutes if they need to in an emergency and be okay. I think based on his NBA experience, he, he can be okay. But in his preseason experience for Boston, 
I think his first game, he was too hyped. And then he settled down a little bit. If they're going to keep him, um, they're going to have, somebody's going to have to go. So there is an outside chance that they could play a little roster game. And this is just me guessing. They can play a little roster game. They can uh, cut Jay Scrub. They can put Delano Banton on a two-way. Gabriel has been in the league for four years. He's not eligible for a two-way. They could, if they're planning on making a move later, they could put Banton on a two-way and because he's on a non-guaranteed deal. So they can they could cut him, sign him to a two-way deal, and then say, hey, later on in the season, we are going to make a move. And we're going to do a two-for-one, and when we do that, we'll upgrade you back to the full contract. I don't know. I mean, he also has to agree to that because they'll have to cut him to sign him to the two-way deal. They can't just convert him. And he has to agree to that. So if they cut him, he can be like, I'm out. That's just a wild guess. I don't even know. Like that's a wild idea. There could be someone, they could just cut when Gabriel, they, they could cut one of O'Shea Brissett or Lamar Stevens. There's a little bit of duplication there. And maybe they, maybe they decide they'd rather have one over the other. That's a possibility. In which case, Brissett has the guaranteed contract. It would be Stevens that's on his way out. Um, and he was the latest, I think he was the latest signing that they made. So um I feel like he would be he would be the guy that um that got axed in that situation. They could cut one of the other guys. Shree McKaylock does not have a guaranteed deal, but I think given his performance in the preseason you probably keep him around. So obviously the, the guys who are all set here, just going again, down, down the alphabetical roster that I'm looking at. Jalen is all set. Hauser's all set. Holiday Horford Cornette is all set right now for now. Uh, I think, McC um, Pritchard is definitely all set. That's six. Uh, where are we going from there? Tatum is obviously all set. That's seven feel confident saying Jason Tatum is all set. Jordan Walsh is all set. That's eight. So uh, beyond that, I like Shvi Mikhailuk. That would be nine. Derek White. Did I say Derek White? That's 10. Um, from there, there's five more spots. and they could, I think they could just play a few more games with those spots. So bottom line here is, they have, they have to make a decision on one player. They could play a little bit of a game. If Delano Banton is on board, he's the only guy they could play that game with. If they don't, and I think it's a long shot that they do, the more I think about it, then somebody is going to go. And, and my guess it would be Lamar Stevens might be the, the most likely if it's not winning Gabriel, like winning Gabriel is probably the like 15th on the chart. But if they, if they like him and they want to develop him and they think he could be a longer term fit, then they might just say, sorry, Lamar Stevens. Um, 
I'm not I'm not a hundred percent sure exactly where this where this goes. The problem is that we haven't seen, as I said in the last podcast, we haven't seen enough of these guys in the situation that they're really going to be in. So it's hard for me to evaluate. This leads me into Malachi's question. Any chance Blake Griffin is going to come back? He could provide good depth at power forward. There is obviously a chance. They don't have to keep all these guys. They can cut two guys, go into the, the, the season with 14 on the roster. You can bring in Blake probably closer to January. If, if he wants to just kind of play half a season, I'm leaning towards, he's not coming back. I'm not ruling it out, but I'm leaning towards he's not coming back. I think at this point, Blake understands that he would want to be part of a team from the beginning. But maybe maybe he's trying to kind of like straddle the home with the family and trying to join a team as a kind of like a post-trade deadline. Let's kind of see how things shake out type of signing. So I'd say the odds are that he's not coming back. I think it's possible. Nathan says, am I crazy to think the Celtics best offseason move is bringing in Jeff Van Gundy? The guy knows basketball. He can help them on all levels. Uh, just shows how all in the Celtics brass is for this season. Jeff Van Gundy is a Celtics employee. I'm going to talk about that next. First, today's show is brought to you by our friends at Game Time. Game Time is a great app that's going to help you get those last-minute tickets. Sometimes, I know me and my wife, it's a Saturday, and we're like, what do you feel like doing? And you can just scroll through the, the Game Time app and be like, hey, you want to get these last-minute theater tickets? You want to get these last-minute comedy show tickets? This last-minute sports deal? Maybe around here, it's a lot of minor league sports. The Providence Bruins. Went to the Providence Bruins game the other day. That was fun. Game Time is the only ticketing app that gives you complete peace of mind with your purchase. You can see the view from your seat before you buy, so you know exactly where you're going to get. All-in prices show your total upfront, so you know you're getting a great deal. You're not going to get smacked with fees at the end. You can buy tickets in seconds with just two taps. Find exclusive flash deals, sponsored deals, tickets for all the sports, the comedy, the theater, all you want. And with zone deals, you can pick the section, and game time picks the seats for an average of an 18% savings. That's awesome. Take the guesswork out of buying tickets with GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, use the code LOCKDOWNNBA, you get $20 off your first purchase. Terms do apply. Again, create an account, redeem the code LOCKDOWNNBA, locked, L-O-C-K-E-D, on NBA, for $20 off. Download GameTime today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Thank you for making Lockdown Celtics your first listen every day. We're back to daily. We're Monday through Friday. If you're new to the podcast, get the that subscribe button. This podcast is free. It's available everywhere. And uh, you even get bonus podcasts. If there's a game on a Friday night or a Saturday night, bonus podcasts. So some, some weeks you're going to get six. Some weeks you might get seven podcasts. Jeff Van Gundy is officially a Celtics employee. The Celtics are so sneaky because they hired Jeff Van Gundy a while ago. And I think someone just happened to look at their coaching staff page on their website and they saw special consultant Jeff Van Gundy listed. So they weren't hiding it per se, but they never announced that Jeff Van Gundy has been hired. 
So someone, I think, might have posted it on Reddit or on Twitter or something, and then it got out there, and then, you know, the rest of us. I never check the the coaching page. Well, why would I do that? I already know who the, the assistant coaches are. So anyway, they kind of snuck that by us, and we talked to Joe Mazzula on Saturday. Just basically, here's his deal. He's a special consultant to the team, not just the coaching staff, to Brad Stevens, to the main Celtics. I keep wanting to say main Red Claws, but I'm getting better at that. He's across the board, the entire basketball operations. So basically he gets fired from ESPN. Uh, They're in that big cost cutting, whatever. So they let him go. The Celtics said, hey, Jeff's available. They spent this summer focusing on experience. They want to bring in as many experienced guys as possible. And so they brought in Van Gundy as a consultant. So he's not going to be on the bench during games. He will be in the building sometimes, sometimes during games. And I'm sure now that the cat's out of the bag, maybe one of these days he'll be at the game and they'll, they'll give him to us so we can hear from him about what his role has been and how he feels and all that stuff. But basically he's going to be in coaches meetings and when he's there, when he's there, remember it's when he's there. Uh, Cause he's not going to be there all the time. He's a consultant. He'll be with Brad Stevens consulting Brad Stevens on moves on potential moves. Uh, he's a guy with a ton of experience. He's a guy who's he's, he's seen the league and not only you, you might think like, Oh man, he's been out of the league for, you know, however long doing broadcasting, but every time those guys do a game, they get to sit down with the coaches and have like a little kind of private conversation with the coaches. They're around, they get to talk to guys. They have a good sense of who guys are. And also Jeff Van Gundy has done a lot of team USA stuff. So he has a good sense of, and he does the, the lower level, Team USA, uh, I forget if it was under 19 or he, he does like other, other stuff with Team USA. So he has a good sense of some of the up and coming guys, some of the young guys, guys that might be cheap and guys who might be able to fill a spot on the roster. He could be a great resource for young up and coming talent that might otherwise go under the radar. And maybe he can say to Brad Stevens, to Joe Mazzula, Hey, you got an open roster spot? You got an open two-way spot? This guy, I coached him. He was great. The exact kind of worker that you want, the exact kind of player that you want, you should bring him in. Could be a way. But he could also advise on some of the coaching tricks that he's learned, some of uh, anything. So he is a valuable resource for the Celtics, uh, but he's not there to threaten anybody's job. He's not there because somebody doesn't trust somebody. It's Jeff Van Gundy is a guy who knows the game, uh, who has a ton of experience. And I think basically everybody in the, in the organization gets to pick his brain, but he has some intimate knowledge along the game of basketball. uh, The channels that feed into the NBA where he can give the Celtics some tips, especially in this spot where they need cheap, motivated, talented players uh, so I think that'll be a very good role for him for however long it lasts. Cody asks, how do you feel about Tatum taking on 
more defensive roles starting at power forward next to Porzingis. I'd like to see Tatum go for all defense instead of the scoring record. Well, that's not going to happen. Let's just set our expectations. That's not going to happen. Tatum is a scorer. He wants to be a scorer. He's going to be a scorer, but he can give more on the defensive end. I like the idea of Tatum at the four. Not that there's a ton of specific um, positions anymore. You got your point guards, your ball handlers, you got your bigs, your, you know, Porzingis 7 3 guys. And then you got your wings, and the wings incorporates basically everybody, and that's like three positions. So you get your ball handlers, your bigs, and your wings. And the wings can play two, three, four in today's NBA. How many power forwards? You're not going up against Charles Barkley and Carl Malone anymore. Your power forwards are Evan Mobley, right? So Tatum is basically Evan Mobley's size. So those, you know, you're guarding Scotty Barnes. You're guarding, so you're guarding, you're guarding, Big, thin guys. Every once in a while, you get a a bigger power forward, but that's, you know, Victor Wimbenyama plays power forward. That's that's going to be an interesting matchup for whoever, for whomever. But point is, Tatum, Tatum can guard basically one through five in the NBA. Uh, I like I like the idea of him. Like, he has to give more on the defensive end. He has to, he cannot get into the habit of, Hey, I'm an elite scorer. I'm an MVP candidate. No one cares about defense on the MVP candidate. So I'm going to like stop playing defense so I can focus more on my offense. He can't do that. That's not a championship mentality. I think he can be a special player on both ends. And he has been a lot of times, but at the end of last year, I think he did let some of that slip. The Celtics let some of that slip in general. They're focusing a lot on that this season. And this preseason. So, yeah, I think Tatum taking on a bigger defensive role and starting him at the four with White and Holiday and obviously uh, Jalen and Porzingis, that, I like that starting lineup. I'm not saying I don't like the Al Horford starting lineup with one of those two guards coming off the bench. That's also That also has a lot of merit. So, can't lose either way, but I like that lineup with Tatum at the four. I think he can handle the job. I I personally would like to see it. Adam asks, uh, should Derek White be getting more credit for being the most flexible guy on the team from starting point guard to maybe bench player? No one is talking about whether he is upset or whatever because you know he's going to show up no ego. Derek White is awesome. Best, honestly, one of the best moves that Brad has made, you know, Porzingis is a good move. Holiday is a good move, but considering that the Celtics didn't have to give up much, I mean, there's a couple of draft picks potentially. Uh, there's a swap potentially down the road, but no one cares about that. Derek White has been awesome. He has been exactly what the Celtics have wanted, exactly what they've needed. I think he he there's almost impossible for him to get the credit that he deserves because he, he does deserve so much for doing everything on the ball, off the ball, everything. It's just uh, something that he, he could be, you know, every year we talk about uh, especially, you know, people like me, we love to say things like, like, like we're really being nuanced. Uh, oh, Jason Tatum's the best player on the team, but 
Derek White might be the most important player on this team. We love to say things like that. I love to say things like that. And I'm saying that right now, that Derek White could be the most important player on this team in a lot of ways. He does so much the way he defends, the way he scores, the way he, his ability to hit floaters makes the alley-oops with Kristaps Porzingis unguardable, unguardable. So running pick and roll with him and Porzingis going to score all the time. They, they, they're going to have to like, just dare Derek White. Hey, we're going to dare you to make the floaters. We're going to have to dare you to make the floaters because everything else, they, they, they don't have a, a better option. And he's going to hit those floaters, and then teams are going to be like, I don't know what to do. So, yeah, Derek White, super, super important. Got a question about how the shots will be distributed, the guys who left this season, how they would be as a starting five, and me doing uh, commentating on games. Sure. Talk about that in just a second. First, today's show is brought to you by BetterHelp. Now, I am a big proponent of therapy. I've been through therapy myself. Uh, I think that everybody from just getting stuff off your chest to maybe dealing with some really deep-rooted things that uh, maybe you haven't dealt with is valuable. And and look, it's changed my life, and it's made me a better person. So I think, I think therapy can help everybody. Uh, so if you're thinking about starting therapy, you can give BetterHelp a try. It's all entirely online. It's convenient. It's flexible. It's suited to your schedule. You're not stuck with somebody in your area. You can go online and you can find a licensed therapist. And the most important thing, the best part about BetterHelp is if you don't click with your therapist, it can be discouraging, but they make it easy. You don't click. You just go to somebody else. And because it's all online, it's super easy. And you can find the person that's best suited for you. You fill out a brief questionnaire. You get matched with your licensed therapist. Switch for no additional charge. It's worth trying. It's customizable to your life. So check it out. Make your brain your friend with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash NBA to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Dot com slash locked on NBA. Thank you for making locked on Celtics your first listen every day. Go check out locked on NBA, please. I host on Wednesdays, rotating hosts all week long. We got the league covered, the big stories, the fun stories. We cover the league like nobody else on the locked on NBA podcast. So make sure you are subscribed wherever you found locked on Celtics, you find locked on NBA. Let's wrap up this mailbag here. Uh, and get into Juan's question about, do you think the offense will be distributed between the best five or six players? Uh, and we have the average of Jason Tatum decrease this season. Will Tatum and Brown's numbers go down as the offense is split between, just talking about Derek White, Drew Holiday is going to score, Christoph Porzingis is going to score, Al Horford is going to score, Six guys are going to score points. Now, Al will probably gladly give up uh, a bunch of his buckets. He probably doesn't give a damn about how many buckets he scores. He's done with his contracts. He, If he signs another extension or another contract, it's going to be for not much. So he doesn't care. His numbers don't matter. He wants the ring. Chris Ops Porzingis said at practice on Saturday, he's like, 
no one here cares about their numbers. All they care about is winning. Okay, that that's probably somewhat true, if not completely true. These guys have all got their money. Remember, the the stages of being an NBA player. Number one, you want to prove yourself. Number two, you want to get that big contract. Number three, you want to win a championship. You always want to win, but the first two stages, guys want to win their own way. When you get to that big contract, guys become more flexible about, all right, fine. Maybe you have to sacrifice a little bit. So does Tatum's scoring go down a little? Maybe. Jalen's go down a little bit? Maybe. They can do less, distribute more. They'll both still benefit. If the Celtics win 60 games and their numbers are like a tick down, but every, you know, their, their assists are up, their plus minus is up. They'll be viewed as, Hey, they sacrificed for the team. They are still all NBA players. They'll both still make all NBA. Jalen Jason's going to still get his super max contract. That has not, that's done. That's a done deal. So that's all happening. So Porzingis has his extension. Now, Derek White, has an ex- has extension talks coming up, uh, or they're in the process of it. I don't think his his scoring numbers going down are are, are going to be something that's used against them. I mean, Brad Stevens understands, like the former coach gets it. So, is it possible that the points per game for Tatum and Brown will you know go from here to like mm, here? Sure. Uh it's up to those guys how much of the offense they want to take. I, I Personally, if I were them, I would be thrilled to be like, you know what? I don't have to do it all. So let's – Jalen's got his big deal. Tatum's getting his big deal. Let's, let's spread the wealth a little bit. You know, you can do it now and win your two championships, you know, win this year, win next year, and then when the team gets too expensive and who knows what the hell happens where everybody goes uh, – then you can go back to scoring. But for now, sure, I can see it. Kristoff asks, how many NBA teams with a starting five with the recently uh, departed Celtics be better than? Smart as your point guard. Brogdon, so Smart and Brogdon in the backcourt. Grant, Danilo Gallinari, and Robert Williams as your five. That's a pretty decent starting lineup. Um, your your. The problem is scoring is going to be a little tough. They don't have the go-to scorer, but for a starting lineup, Smart and Brogdon, that that's not bad. Brogdon will probably do a bulk of the scoring there. Grant can you know, will hit some shots, Gallinari will hit some shots, Rob will be over there catching a lot. I would say this team would maybe compete in the play in turn. I mean that those obviously there's a bench and all that stuff, but that starting five, could they make it to the 10th seed? Could they get 10? I think that that starting five could get 10 and maybe that they lose in the first round of the uh, play in tournament. Do they make it through the play in tournament? Obviously you have the risk of injury to at least four of those guys, you know, Grant's going to be solid, but, Smart's probably going to get hurt. He's been dealing with an ab issue um, to start this season. Brogdon's an injury risk. Gallinari's, you know, old and an injury risk. Rob has his issues. So, but that team, that team could compete for the Eastern Conference plan. Western Conference would be a little tougher, but Eastern Conference, I would take. I would say that team could be ten. 
Jordan, we'll wrap it up here, says, I would pay hefty mon monthly fee, a hefty monthly fee to watch games with you commenting. Just saying. Uh, let's put that energy out into the world. Get me onto the NBC Sports Boston broadcast. Uh, I appreciate that, Jordan. I would love to be on. I would love to be on a broadcast. I would love to talk about the game and be part of you know, in-game analysis. It's a hard job. It's hard to process things right away. There's a reason why NBA players, former NBA players, do this job a lot, and you don't go to somebody like me. And the reason is Brian Scalabrini can process what he's seeing on the floor probably 10 times faster than I could, 20 times, 50 times, 100 times, whatever the number is. He can see it. He can recognize it because he's done it. He's been through it. He sees it. He recognizes it. Sometimes, sometimes I can recognize, and you know, in that spot with a TV monitor in front of me and, you know, with the proper focus of being on the broadcast, I, I could pick some things up and I could get through, but NBA players obviously have that depth of knowledge where they, they can see it, they can pick it out. And then they know right away these are the things you got to do in the NBA to make this work, uh, to counterbalance what what the other team is doing, to whatever it is. So that's why NBA guys are so great at at um, doing like color commentary. Now I have a fair amount of confidence in myself. I feel like I see the game pretty well, and I feel like I could do a passable job as a color commentator. Uh, I will prefer to not have the, the immediate pressure of seeing things as they happen, like everything that happened right away. I, like most of us writers, tend to need a second watch through the game. Like I, in the game, it's very easy to kind of be caught up in, okay, watching the ball, watching a certain matchup, especially in the arena because of the angle that I have. At home, it's a little bit better because I get to kind of like widen my focus and see the whole floor and recognize things. And that's why I feel more confident about how I would do as a color guy. But in the arena, watching like the games and not having the monitor directly in front of me, you tend to miss things, especially the angle that I have. I don't see everything that's happening off the ball. I'm watching the, arena, the, the screen a lot of times so I can try to get a sense of the whole floor. Um, they're not going to put me in the seats that I want to be in to watch the game because those are premium seats halfway up the arena, top of the lower loge, right at center court is a perfect place to sit. So you can see everything. Uh, so I need a second watch the next day. Yeah. I'll wake up. I'll make my coffee. I'll feed the dogs and I'll sit and I'll turn on the game and go through it because I know what's happening. I'm not caught up. Like I know, oh, I remember this is where they scored. Or I remember this was the alley-oop. Oh yeah, this was the turnover. I remember those things coming up in the games. But so I can watch more off ball. I can watch a specific guy. I can stop and rewind and watch things again. Hey, what happened here? Go back, back, back. Oh, huh. That was an interesting thing. Back, back, back. Oh, that's a, they tried this. Oh, this is an interesting little wrinkle. Back, back, back. Watch it four, five, six times. Try to pick it apart. But he, a lot of these guys, like I was always amazed by Brad Stevens. After a game, he'd talk about these things. You're like, 
how, how do you remember all of this stuff as it happened and you pick it it's i'll just i'll end with this nba players nba coaches assistant coaches all those people who are in the league their brains are like supercomputers you listen to them talk and i am mesmerized i was always mesmerized by marcus smart talking about defense and all of that. So you listen to him talk in depth. You listen to all these guys talk in depth about the nuance. Well, if I do this, if I'm shading this way, if I have my body here, uh, I can do this. Like you, you hear about Drew Holiday kind of like guiding people over, so he put using his body to get on a guy's hip to force him a certain way off the screen. So he's not going where he wants. It's just like fascinating to me, all the little things. And they do it so they're, they're such supercomputer brains, all of them, all of the players, most of the players, probably a couple who don't last very long and they, because they're not, but most of the players like the elite player, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, those guys see things on the floor. You're like, Whoa, you know, LeBron, forget it, forget it. So I'm, I'm just so constantly amazed by the level of intelligence and reaction and quick thinking and coordination. It's so, it's so amazing. So I do thank you, Jordan. Um, I would love to do it. I think I would love to do it kind of to see how bad I am at it because I, I feel confident. I feel super confident in myself that I could do it. But I also would be like, Afterwards, I'd be like, oh my God, that was a hundred times harder than I thought it would be. I completely suck at it. Get Scal back in the seat. Uh, he can have the job. I'm going to go back to re-watching games on my couch with a coffee and a dog on my lap. So that's it. Thank you for the questions. JohnCorrales.com slash mailbag. Keep submitting your questions. JohnCorrales.com slash mailbag. Keep submitting your questions. That's the, that's the only way to get to me. Uh, every once in a while, I'll do a mailbag. Like I'll probably do one next week again because the Celtics keep having like this five days off they have five days off again after their last two preseason games before they start the regular season so might do one more mailbag Monday and then it'll be a little bit more sporadic so johncorrales.com slash mailbag thank you for watching thank you for listening thank you for taking me along with you every day uh Monday through Friday if you're a regular listener if you're one of these everydayers who's with me Monday through Friday Share the podcast, spread the word, tell your friends, tell everybody that they should be listening to and watching the Lockdown Celtics podcast. It's here on the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team, every day.